and welcome to another exciting episode of the Why I Love Disney podcast. We are coming to you in view the end of the end of March, clear into spring with my friends JD and David. How are you guys, fellas? Hey, hey. Good. How are you? Doing fantastic. We are our post um, Oscar weekend. This is the Monday. Uh, the, I'm sorry, the Tuesday after the Oscars when we're recording. And uh, man, uh, I used to love Oscar weekend. Like I, it would be kind of can't miss for me. Um, but the last few years, I've kind of you know just gotten less and less into it, um, mainly because I, I know fewer and fewer of the movies. I think that's possibly what it is. Um, yeah. well, did you guys get to catch it this weekend? I did. I, I wasn't going to. I really didn't want to watch, but then I saw. I mean, it was on. It was on ABC. It was on Disney, and I had a feeling there would be some Disney presence in there, and so. And even Kanto and several things were nominated, and well, so I thought I'd watch. And then they announced that there you, there was going to be a live performance of Bruno, and so I thought I'll, I'll wait it out. So yeah, I was, I was when. Well, go ahead, JD. You were going to say something. Well, I was going to say McKay had it on in our apartment. I don't usually watch it. Usually, I just kind of go over social media and see the highlights. Well, um, yeah, but there yeah. were some highlights this year. <laughs> so yeah, a lot of things. A lot of things didn't win that I thought would win, and uh, so there are a couple of things that I want to check out because of the show and and Ooh. things that got really a lot of praise. But the the moment that everybody's talking about well, when it happened, we'll when it happened, go ahead. No, I, well, we're, we're talking. Well, let's keep going. That's fine. I was just gonna like say hey and figure figure out how your week was first before we got real into it. But <laughs> since we're there, everybody's talking about. Go ahead, David. Well, yeah, everybody's talking about Bruno. Uh, no, they're not talking about Bruno. They're talking about this. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, the the Bruno thing was was pretty good. I don't. What did y'all think of that? Did you think the live performance was good? Yeah, I actually I, didn't get to see it. I yeah, okay. I saw it. I, I thought it. Was, I turned it. I knew it was coming up, and I got my kids, and they came in. It was cool, and I thought it was actually a really well done live version. You know, and yeah. I do understand like. You get a big star like Megan Thee Stallion to do a little rap, so it's a little like remix, different version, and hopefully yeah. appeals to a, a bigger, broader audience. It wasn't, you know, I, I would have loved to have heard, they, they, they missed some of the best parts of the song, in my opinion, you know. Um, but, I mean, it's like, what, four and a half minutes, and, you know, it's Oscars, and I totally, I totally get it. But, yeah, I enjoyed it. I really did. Good. Good. Yeah, so I thought that, and you know, they they had made an announcement that uh, coming up, Cinderella, Jasmine, and Ariel, and th- of course, it was the live action actresses that have played them in the that in the live action movies, and they presented uh, or or announced something. I can't remember what they did, but that was That's good. Cool. And um, the girl that played Cinderella in the live action, and the girl that played Jasmine, and the girl that's going to be playing Ariel. They had them on there. Uh, But yeah, so we're watching, and when Chris Rock comes out and all that happens, uh, I thought it was part of the, I thought that that's all fake. That's That's the question. Well, yeah, David, they worked David, all this yeah. out. You're assuming that our listeners know what happened. That they that they. What if someone lives under a rock or like on Mars? <laughs> they all they get. Okay, so just Chris woke Rock up from Chris, a coma. Bring him up the speed. Chris Rock is uh, coming out, and he's he's he's. I can't remember. He's presenting something or what he was doing. Yeah, he's presenting he for come, best documentary. Okay, so he's talking and he starts making jokes, which I've I've read were not scripted. They weren't things that the 
that had been told the Academy he was going to say, and he makes a comment about Will Smith's wife and her haircut, which I, it, you know, it happened so fast, my brain couldn't even put all that together. I thought he was, I thought, was she in G.I. Jane? I, I don't, I thought he was making fun of the movie because I really hadn't seen her hair. I hadn't noticed, uh, you know, it was, you know, that. So when all that happened, I didn't realize he was insulting her hair and her look. And uh, so when Will Smith got up, uh, the 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 sound of him hitting him was so loud to, on my TV that again I thought that had to be fake. That couldn't have that couldn't be that loud. Uh, that's the way I that's the way it played out in, in my house. And I was like, that can't be real. They, because then he goes back and sits down, and everything just keeps going. And so I thought. So so let me ask it, you, David. It, let, since you just said that, so in, from your perspective, what you watched, he walks up and smacks him. And then what happened next on your TV? Uh, they, they, the sound went out. They the sound quickly, went out. The sound went out. But mm. I could read Will Smith's lips. I knew exactly <laughs> that. <laughs> I didn't you know saw that he of, was angry. Oh, yeah. And I, but again, I didn't know that he wasn't acting. Like, I didn't know that it wasn't part of the show. But I knew that he was dropping some bombs in his speech because you could, it just, you knew exactly, unfortunately, what he was saying. And so, I didn't know the rest of the phrase, but I knew he was he was he was laying into him, and I thought. But again, it, it the you know the sound comes back on, and they keep going, and I thought it has to be it has to be part of the show. And so anyway, so fast forward, you know when he when Will Smith wins uh, actor best actor, and it comes up and make this makes his speech. I'm not even think. I'm not even figuring out I'm, why, why he's apologizing. I thought he was apologizing for crying, I, which I thought, why is he? I, I couldn't. My brain, my brain couldn't even put that together. Like he's apologizing for hitting him because I still thought it was fake. And what, what the reason? The reason I thought it was fake was that nobody did anything. I didn't so see the react. I didn't see the people react. I didn't see the people react, and I didn't see the academy react. Nobody. Nobody mentioned it. It just went on. So then I was like, you couldn't just march up on stage and slap somebody. And you're like, it couldn't be real. No, There's no yeah, way nothing, this is real. <laughs> yeah. And, and nothing happened. There's no, uh, we're sorry that. So when even when he's apologizing and he's, he mentions that Denzel Washington said, hey, at the height, you know, that's when you got to look out for the devil. I just thought he was being reflective and I, I still <laughs> I still hadn't figured out exactly what happened until you know of course then the, then it just blows up on social media and so then I was like that really was real I can't, that I can't a, believe that you know was David really I, real. I, I that, that's the first time I've heard a take like that like you really did until afterwards and you started reading about it did it occur to you that oh my good that actually was real like, yeah, and, the, and uh, Amy Schumer had a had a comment. Remember, she comes out and she goes, "Did anything different. happen? Yeah, did yeah. anything happen?" And I just thought, you know, it's just a joke. Like they're again they're playing along with all it, those yeah. all those little things weren't clicking in my brain because I was I was just certain that that had to have been uh, fake because uh, you know it, okay. even though Chris Rock said that's the most something about the his, history or dramatic or he made Greatest some comment night in television about, history or yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I thought, well, they were just trying to make that. That was the joke, was that they were trying to create a an Oscar moment. Like there have been people that have streaked. There have been people that have made bold comments in the past that you know, or 
declined their awards and made history, you know, like the the most memorable ones. So I thought, well, maybe that's what they were. That was the joke is that they were going to make a memorable moment. And so that's that's kind of what I thought it was. <laughs> so we wow. were fl- we were flipping back and forth between the um, replay of the U.S. men's soccer team uh, matchup against Panama, and mm-hmm. um, and so I actually was not on. I was watching live and saw Bruno and was back and forth. But we were on the game right there, and I was. I, what's interesting is David, you don't have Twitter, right? You're not on. T- well, I, 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 I'm, yeah, but I'm on the news constantly, so I see. Right. Every, okay. on, so I, I see everybody's tweets. Yeah. So I I, w- I just sit there on t- my thing at T when I watch TV I just scroll through Twitter I'm kind of addicted to it and I'm going through and I see this and then I see like people posting feeds and then there's the Australian feed and the uncut Japanese feed and I click on it and watch it and I tell my wife I'm like you got to see this and we go back over and, and pull it down and man I tell you what I've never seen anything anything like that and then you yeah. actually start to see the crowd reactions you know. Um, captured and no one it was wild like wild that's that i have not seen i want to go back and see the crowd reactions oh yeah so now they've released pictures they've released it's kind of a i mean people are making memes about it and some people are joking about it some people are taking it seriously uh but there's so many little snaps of different celebrities who some are like and some are just like on their phone (laughs) some aren't paying attention so it's actually really funny, but since we're all kind of sharing our perspective, Dustin, I was like you, where I was actually playing the the board game Catan, you know, the classic, with some friends, and I was I was scrolling through Instagram, and the top thing was the video, and I was like, okay, this isn't real, this has to be fake. And then I keep scrolling down, and it's literally every post for like five posts is this video, and then so I go to McKay, and I'm like, McKay, you have to look at this, like this is so crazy, and people are, are analyzing it. Like nobody's business. People are analyzing it. People are slow mo, slow mo the video to see if you know Chris Rock if he's leaning into it. Then maybe it was a <laughs> staged thing or something like that. Um, yeah, I actually saw this one article about it that was pretty interesting because people people are literally analyzing it so much. Of Will just wrote a book, literally called Will, um, and it's a book about his life. And in it, he opens up about a lot about his life about how he's always felt like a coward. Uh, apparently that's been a big challenge for Will Smith. And that's why it was so surprising to me because I was like, if it was another celebrity who maybe has their fame from doing outbursts, but this is Will Smith, like Mr. Cool, Calm, and Collected, you know, he's genie in Aladdin. Uh, so <laughs> the fact that it was him, I was like, wow, like that is just crazy. Um, but so some people are saying, you know, maybe he saw this as an opportunity to stand up for his wife. And that is kind of the big argument of, uh, was it out of pocket for the Oscars or was he in the right uh, to defend his wife? Uh, so really interesting, shook the world. Uh, crazy, crazy, crazy. And it, it's a, it was a Disney, you know, produced <laughs> uh, show on ABC TV. So, <laughs> well, right in the middle, right in the middle of Bruno and the Prince's presentation and in Kanto performances, we've got the slap. Yeah, it, you know, echoed it, around it, the world. It, 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 I mean, it's huge. It's all anybody's talking about. You're right, and um, and I think that you know we're talking about Will Smith, who's if you think of his Disney. I just looked up. We know Aladdin. He was in the Aladdin remake, um, and also I don't remember. Enemy of the State was actually a Disney release. Um, mm-hmm. Back that was kind of one of the bigger ones he was in for Disney, right? Um, right. But man, I didn't even think the joke was that pretty mild, you know, for 
for a comedian at the Oscars. Worst things were told that night, right? About yes. even maybe their them. Um, and it, the other thing is, it, it was so out of character for for him. You know, I'm, I've been a huge Will Smith fan for for a long time, and was just incredibly disappointed by. We just don't. You just don't. Somebody makes fun of you. I tell my kids, you, you don't go hit people, right? I mean, it, it was just so. I'm like you, David. When you said it, there's nothing made sense. There was right. just this incoherence of the entire thing that was right. just is dissonant. And I even think Chris Rock, you know, when he sees him walking up, he's like, I have no idea what what is happening here. Is he gonna give me noogies? Mm-hmm. Is he gonna like, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, you know, tickle me or something. I don't. I, I don't know what's about to happen. And then he gets hit, and and I will say this: like I think my opinion of Chris Rock has gone up, and my opinion of Will Smith has gone down. Mm. Um, that could have escalated, and if it were me that had gotten smacked like that, I'm not sure what I would have done, but I don't think it would be go right on about my business, and <laughs> and handle it like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, that's a pro move right there by Chris Rock, and um, and I thought I, it, and I, I thought so, it, I thought it was a pro move to uh, to let it go and to say he said because you remember, I, he said the, if you go I watched it that's all I mean I'm kind of upset. he he goes I could I could and then he he moves on he kind of looks to the side and moves on because let's face it now Al you've read all the fall, fallout there are a lot of other jokes he could have made that were way worse about that family. Oh yeah. I mean, about their kids, about her, about him, about their relationship, and he chose to go there. You know, he, he you know, and, right. and and I thought the restraint he, that he showed was actually very admirable. Okay, yeah. here's here's my one thing. I mean, to me, it's really it's something for the two of them to figure out. And yes. I, again, I watched all this and went. Everybody's weighing in, and then everybody's saying, if, if you stood up, if you stand up. For Chris Rock, or if you say he should be disciplined for slapping, then people were barking at anybody online that said that. So it was like anything you say, it's like so many other things we go through. If you any either pin you take, somebody's going to say you're wrong. Well, <laughs> so I'll to tell me, you that- it really should be them. But here's the I just want to say this: the the thing that bothers me is that, especially in Hollywood right now, it's like why were any of those kind of jokes acceptable that night? We had people that talked about depression. We had people that talked about suicide and all these uh, gender issues and people going through difficult things. And then we're making fun of each other constantly. All the humor was at somebody else's expense. It's like, can humor not be, uh, does humor always have to be poking fun at somebody? Is it in anything, is in anything else funny? Is that the only thing that's funny? Because all night long, they were making jokes about other people and over they were kind of stepping and, and it was fun. People were laughing, but even, even the hosts were doing things that were, uh, were making fun of people at their expense, kind of like chuckle, chuckle, you're celebrity, you can take it. And, you know, it was like, that's what happens. Somebody finally hit a, hit their boiling point and snapped. It just, it, all of a sudden it's, it was not funny to him. And like JD said, he, his inner, child or something lashed back out i just think i mean i know i I guess without the humor people think the show would be not funny but it's like it could also have been probably an hour and a half and the show could have been over not not three was it three hours long it seems it seemed like it was insanely long it was like let's just let's just give the people their reward let's make it about the winners 
and the people that won awards and did great work and not about the show. That's to me, that's, that's just it. I don't need the show. I just, let's just give, let's honor the people who did good work. And, and it's not, that's not against the host or anything like that. It's just like when you, when you do all this, all this extra, it's just not necessary. And now we've got, now we've now, now what people are going to remember is not what movie won and what, what's who, who did a great job. They're going to remember this incident. That's true. That's true. That's that's my take. I I play, I lay the blame at Will Smith for that. I think it became (laughs) all about him. And, well, I also and, think I also think that Chris Rock shouldn't have gone unscripted. If the Academy has 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 if they've scripted everything out and they've written the jokes that they think are acceptable, you shouldn't go off off page and make quotes and jokes that aren't that everybody doesn't know about. If that's true, if that's even if that's true. But I don't think yeah, again, I didn't I, I don't think the joke was funny. He shouldn't have said it. You shouldn't make fun of somebody's haircut. That's just that's not. That's think, not. That's not great. I mean, they're fifty. Year, these are fifty-year-old people. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> this, stop doing this. We're not in middle school. But stop but making yeah, fun of people's hair. But <laughs> if somebody, let's say, but if somebody says words that you don't like, is there ever a time where you should hit them? No, I'm not saying that you should hit. I don't. Uh, but it's like the one of the uh, the one of the actresses. My wife was telling me the actresses in that new show, Abbott Elementary. She said, you know, I grew up in Philly. It just seemed like a moment in Philly. You know, you said something about my my girl, I'm going to smack you. I mean, that's the, I mean, that has probably been the way it's been for a couple hundred years in America, that you defend well, people that you love. Somebody yeah. says something bad, you, I'm not saying it's right, but it's, 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 that, there is precedent there. You know, you I don't talk biggest- about my wife on national TV, on live national TV. In yeah. a hurtful yeah, way. I'm not going to let you thing. do that. That's the thing, but it's the Oscars, though. I mean, that's what people do. Well, right? I mean, that's, he he could have walked up. He he could have walked up there and put his arm around his shoulder and just walked him off the stage and said, "You're done." <laughs> there, <laughs> no, there, here's the thing. There are a hundred things he could have done <laughs> other than that, yeah. and he's wrecked yeah. his career. Well, that's the thing. Is the Oscars? Are, do we think the Oscars are going to have to do something? Is he going to be banned from? Being able to go to future award ceremonies. I mean, well, he's now finally, and I would say his acceptance speech made it worse. He justified himself. He pulled Richard, you know, um, uh, Williams in, said, well, he defended his family. He was making very strong connotations to what he did. Then he pulled in Denzel's quote. He said, sometimes wait your highest, the devil will come for you. And I think what he meant was Chris Rock was the devil. No, that's not what he was talking about there, uh, Will Smith. You got to rein it in. Let's rethink all, all this. And then he said, "Love makes you do crazy things." To me, it was like the it was like it was language of an abuser. It was really what was most disturbing to me was smiling, laughing, snapping, hitting a guy, yelling angrily, smiling and laughing again. Like nothing happened, and then crying. Just the the range. I think there's something <laughs> wrong with him. I really do. I, I, I well, it was just very disturbing to me. Well, here's the thing: is that uh, on both sides of the thing, I mean, they're very social about their. They're very vocal and social about their life. And to most people, there seems to be a lot of dysfunction that in them in the middle, and they just need lots of they need lots of good thoughts and good prayer and. 
on all sides. I mean, the whole night, That's the true. whole there just there just seemed to be so so much dysfunction everywhere in the whole room and the conversations, and so we just need to we need to be lifting each other up. And and That's yes, true. we don't need to. We, we shouldn't be punching each other, and we shouldn't be saying bad <laughs> bad jokes yep. to each other. Hey, I'm going to name we this episode. To- we shouldn't be punching <laughs> each other. <laughs> and that's why we love Disney. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, what a crazy! I didn't think we would go this deep into this conversation. Well, that's that's Everybody else is. I mean, yeah. we can't escape it. Sorry, Disney listeners, if you're here for Disney we content. We don't talk about. <laughs> but hey, you know, but Oscar. Hey, no, hey, we're talking that about weird? the genie. Do you know that Bruno's original name was Oscar? I did not know that. Bruno was supposed concept. to be named Oscar, and they changed it because he said, "I can't. It's got to be Bruno. No, no. He was. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't talk about Oscar. <laughs> There's your Encanto uh, fun fact of the day, which yeah. Encanto won best animated best animated feature. It's all right. Yeah. Um, the song I don't think won. I've got the I've got the winners up here. It didn't. It didn't. The Billie Eilish, the song from um, Yeah, Phineas uh, no and Billie Eilish up. from No Time to Die. Yeah, yeah, um, but they that was a great that was a great song. performance. That was a great performance. Yeah, it was uh, that she did that night. It was that was was really good. And Coda won Best Picture, which is getting lost in all of this. And I haven't seen it yet, but I really want to. Have you guys seen it? Nope, I haven't. It's on Apple um, TV. Um, it's one yeah, of I think it's, it's Apple's Apple. first Apple's first uh, win as Best it, Picture. I've I've heard that it's supposed to be like a very heartwarming, even family friendly movie. Um, I've heard really good things about it, so I'm actually really excited to see it. Yeah, um, I'll give it a shot. Beyond that, I have I still haven't seen Dune. I'd like to see Dune. Um, you saw it? Yeah, yeah, I liked it. I saw so. Uh, is McKay it more really Star? Is it, it is it more Star Wars or more Marvel? Uh, definitely more Star Wars. One hundred percent. Okay, that's what that's what it looked like. Um, we yeah. won like six or seven things, six or seven. Uh, yeah, well, Oscars so uh, Vaughn Zimmer, I believe is the name. He's the one who did the uh, the music, right? Nice. And that, mm-hmm. That's a pretty big deal. So he did it well. Um, so that's what kind of tones you in, kind of like how Star Wars has those, dun, dun, you know, just like those mm-hmm. big uh, things that make you lock in. So it was, it was an enjoyable movie for sure. Did, and you saw, so Cruella won Best Costume Design. It's another Disney movie with an Oscar. And the the Tammy Faye, the eyes of Tammy Faye, I think is now Disney. <laughs> is that Disney too? For 20th Century I think, Fox? I think it is. I'm not 100 percent sure. Well, that got obvious. That's so funny. That one, best makeup and hairstyling. Um, no figures. But the actress um, won also. Yeah, I'm looking. The actress won. Right. I thought yep. I thought Nicole Kidman was going to uh, get that for so. I don't know why. I just thought Nicole Kidman won best reaction to the Will Smith slap. Um, <laughs> yeah, I saw what did she do? She kind of like fell out of her chair almost. Like <laughs> it was pretty awesome. Oh, what a what a, even that. I mean, just again, just the memes that come out of the Oscars every year. Like what a remember the year she clapped. I think it was I don't know if it's Oscars or another a show, but she clapped like this, and everybody kept imitating it. She if you can't see my hands, but her fingers because <laughs> her fingernails. Like, probably she doesn't want to damage her fingers, so she's clapping in a. Palms. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, people are so mean. That's awesome. <laughs> but there, you know what? Hey, I mean, these people get 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 uh millions and millions of dollars, you know, so, to 
to entertain. Like it kind of comes with the territory. If you, it's like you want to be a, a celebrity, you want to be an Instagram. Everybody wants to be famous, yeah, or not everybody. Right. But uh, if you want that, you, there's stuff that comes with the territory. You want to be president, stuff that comes with the territory. People are gonna. You better like, be able to laugh at yourself. That's you for have sure, to because you have to. <laughs> um, totally. Oh. But a lot of them are artists, and they're all very sensitive too. So. That's why oh. there's so many neurotic people. And again, I don't know. Yeah, but uh, it's wow. really interesting. Any other Disney news? Oh, I did see. Um, I love there was a Disney Plus commercial with Batista. Did you see it? Mm-mm. No. Where he's in a boat. He's in a fishing boat. Oh, and yeah, yeah. He's yeah, got yeah, the yeah, long yeah. hair. And I don't mean yes. I don't know when it debuted, but they played it during the Oscars. And he's going through all the stuff on Disney Plus. I love that commercial. Yeah, he's seven hundred episodes of the of the Simpsons. <laughs> it's yeah. fantastic. It's so good. I yeah, I gotta um, check that out. I don't know how I missed that. I must have. Read, I might have went to the kitchen real quick. <laughs> I just <laughs> I love. I love his his uh his characters. I he, I just like his. It kind of felt like Drac. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. with a he looked a little different. Wasn't blue. I think I've seen the commercial and just didn't put it together. Like what what was happening? Kind of like the the moment in the Oscars. I probably <laughs> saw the commercial and didn't realize it was him. I got I gotta go check that back out. <laughs> yeah, some some park news, uh, just to keep you updated at the park. Minivans made their uh, awaited return five days ago. So now, as as well as Ubers, Lyfts, minivans. Dustin, have you ever seen the minivans? I was okay. about to say, like, we have a minivan. Like, what's yeah. going on? No, so minivan. it's actually, this, it's pretty creative. A Minnie Mouse van. Yeah, it's it's pretty creative. It's kind of like a, a ride service, but it's these SUVs decked out. And white, red polka dots, like many. Um, but they're, they're like red, red, red with white polka dots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they're specifically made for Disney, you know, ride sharing, doing things like that. Um, which mean that we've tried it multiple times. Um, and a different car showed up. <laughs> but yeah, wait, so, where do you get this? So it's in the parks. Like if you're staying in the parks, they transport you around. Yeah, like right, it's, it's just like doing for, Uber. It's like Uber for Disney's Uber. Yeah, because yes. you have to remember, so the airport, let's say you fly into the airport, you have to get to the resort somehow. They just took away the Magical Express, which was the complimentary uh, service that they provided. So this is which probably is a bus another, service. Does this, does yeah, this yeah. cost money? It like, does. Yes. Okay. Just like Uber. Just like Uber. Everything does now. <laughs> Everything costs money. Well, I just yeah. saw that they up, up the price on the souvenir cup $2. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the breaking news today. According, and I'm getting that <laughs> off of allears.net. Yeah. Um, and they, there's been high wait times also. Very high wait times. Yeah. Which uh, I'm, I'm still, it's just, the I'll, I, I check the wait times every now and then. I just think about it and I've got the app. So I look, I'm just amazed. It's like I, Space Mountain's constantly at least an hour long. And I, I just always seemed like there were times that you'd see Space Mountain drop to 40 or 35 and I'm just not seeing it. So, well, we're getting at 27 minutes now, and we haven't answered the question that all of our listeners are probably on the edge of their seat right now. They're probably going crazy because they want to know, Dad, who are you picking? Who are you picking okay. to win I'll, I'll, the most I'll ultimate bracket challenge? I'll go into that, but Dustin also said he wanted to talk about. Um, he's he is headed to uh, to Florida this week yes. to, to Universal. Oh, we're gonna and so. We're keep that up. Uh, well, you I'm ready to go whichever about. way you want to do. So, like, okay. I, yeah, brackets are great. Yes. And I know you guys are so eager to talk about brackets because your team's still in it. And right. 
I'm not, not talking about the Disney bracket now. I'm talking about the real the NCAA bracket, North Carolina and the Final Four. Like, can I ask you? I got to ask you guys a question about that real quick. Okay, um, you're big Tar Heel fans, big North Carolina right. fans. Well, if you if you listen to this podcast, you know we talk about this often. Um, matter of fact, a couple weeks ago we were talking about the how you guys handed uh, Duke that loss the last game of the season when they were going to honor Coach K. Now you get to play him again in the Final Four. Let me ask you first, are you nervous? You know, I usually would be. I I would be nervous. But, you know, we're the eighth seed. We just got a new coach. Uh, We've got nothing to lose. People were saying we were going to be out in the first round, and we made it to the Final Four. So any Duke fan, any basketball fan that really wants to say anything, I'm just like, look, we've already made history. We're getting that statistic for a Final Four on a year that nobody expected. If we win Duke, it's even sweeter. If we lose, you know, oh, well, we beat him in his final home game in his home territory. That's enough sweet victory for me. Interesting. What about you, David? That's 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 kind of what I was thinking, too. I'm just glad they made it this far. I think it's going to be – uh, a tough game for sure. So uh, you know, there's going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot of emotion. A lot of emotions. A lot of. Uh, it's it's going to be. It's going to be interesting to watch. Okay. So. All right. So this is why I asked you this for a reason. Because if if I was going to pick the game, it seriously was going to hinge on how much pressure do I think North Carolina feels, and be, and the way you guys have just just described it, I would say. Most people are not expecting you guys to probably win again for all the reasons you stated. You're a low seed, um, and you you weren't expected to be here. You've been on this amazing run. Now it's kind of all gravy, right? Right, right. Duke I better think, win. I think, yeah. I think what it's I think what it's going to come down to is is everybody playing their best because in this series. Uh, we've had nights where one or one guy does really good, and then the next game another guy does really good. And I think they've all got they've all got to be hitting threes, and they just all got to be playing their very best game ever. It can't yeah. be one 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 guy can't win it. They're That's all going to have to be they're all going to have to be great that night to win this game. Yeah, definitely, and it's it, winnable they, for you guys. They yeah, can't miss. Sure. But they just but, they can't they can't afford to miss shots, well, but, and they I can't mean, afford it's to miss rebounds. It's the psychology behind it. I mean, it's March Madness, and you see the power behind having nothing to lose as opposed to everything to going to lose. You're number one, you know, number one, number two seed. People are expecting you to win. That eight seed hits five threes, and you can't score. There's that pressure there that breaks these co- college kids down. That if you can just get a good start, anybody can win. Yeah, I. I- I feel better about UNC's chances now that I've talked. I hope they they don't feel the pressure. I hope the pressure's all on Duke because more than anything in this tournament now, the only thing I want is for Coach K to lose, and that is it. it, it all <laughs> I, so that's the thing too is you're playing your rival, but you're not just playing your rival. You're playing your rival coach for the last time, and this is it. Right. This is how it will be remembered. You know, so there's a, there is a lot riding on this game, but I'm glad that you guys don't feel quite. I think Duke fans are way more nervous than you guys are. Right, and if you're not a Disney I fan, I mean, if you're not if you're a Disney fan and not a NCAA basketball fan, <laughs> sorry for that. Uh, hey, hey, you digression. get us too. We'll get. Yeah. I love it. It's just just part of who we are. Um, yeah. So, well, let's, we we're here on the bracket already, David. Let's go. Ahead, let's since we're here, it's probably a better transition to go ahead and sort of and sort of wrap. You were telling me before we right before we hit record, you were telling me how upset you were. 
about this bracket that there were some well, yeah. big slights. Well, and this, I can I, relate. I, I can. Re- it yeah. resonates with me. So tell us. Well, this week I uh, was, I had a lot of paperwork to do this week, and while I was doing all that, I, I actually went back through and listened to the Imagineering story again. And when I when I got through all those episodes, uh, I, I, wa- I watched the Pixar story, which is a documentary on Disney Plus, which I've seen before, but it's been a long time, and it wasn't on Disney Plus when Disney Plus first came out, and so it's finally there, and I watched that and. Again, just blown away with Toy Story, and I feel so bad that to- no Toy Story made it into the into. I don't even think our Elite Eight, and I really think it should have been probably in the final four, maybe over Marvel, because when you wow. again, I, I fought I fought hard for some of the classics in the animated game as we played. I fought for, because I knew they were one of a kinds. And if they had, they their their precedent was so strong that if they didn't exist, none of these other movies would probably exist. And that was kind of when you get down to watch Toy Story and you go back and see how they made it and what they go through. It's just like mind blowing that how great it is, and it should have it should have been in at least our top eight. And but none I, of the four got know, in the and neither got in the Sweet Sixteen. They kept wow. they kept going up against things like Marvel and. And and Star Wars, which now I wish I could go back and probably vote something differently. But as a matter of fact, the only one that got out of the first round was Toy Story three. All the rest yeah. of them went out in the first round, which was but just that, hey, I, that that's madness. That's the March that's madness. The draw. Of it. I was telling you, I I can relate to your pain because I'm a Kentucky fan, and <laughs> and we beat your team by 20, 30 points in the regular season, and yet you're in the final four and we're not. So. I do feel that that pain, that Toy Story pain yes. there. When we do it again, maybe next year, we seed based on Rotten Tomato scores, or that we eliminate, maybe we eliminate like anything that Disney pre- didn't own in the past. So that would take out the original Star Wars and maybe right. some of the Marvel things. Now, correct me, did Disney, has Disney owned Marvel since all the Mar- original Avengers? So they, they've yeah, owned all this. Right. Okay, yeah, so right. technically they're all in the, should be in. Yeah. You could make yeah. the argument that the prequel Star Wars and the original Star Wars should not have been in, which would take six spots out and put six others in, which would mess but the we, whole thing up. We have a whole Galaxy's Edge land based on Star Wars. So, I mean, again, there, there aren't many Disney properties that get a whole land. Toy Story, Marvel, <laughs> yeah. Cars. I mean, Cars didn't even make it. Uh, very, I don't even think Cars was in the top list, but there was no Cars movie in the. Was Cars the, even on, in here? I don't think Cars great, was in that's the a top. Great question. I don't think it. I don't think it made the it, tournament. Yeah, it didn't make the tournament because it wasn't as no. big a box office as some of the others. Because I think the Pixar was all the Toy Stories, the Nemo's, Dory, Monsters Inc. I think that Inside was Out it. was in. Inside, Inside Out made it. Uh, both the Finding Nemo's, um, Incredibles was in. Yeah, two Incredibles were in actually, yeah. but, but like Ratatouille was not in, and yep, there were a lot, lot that didn't make it. So, all right, so well, this let, week, yeah, go ahead. No, you so again, that, that that was my thing was that there were a lot of things I wish couldn't didn't make it. So when we voted last week, uh, you kind of you, you guys threw me under the bus because you. Quickly, both one of you, one of you picked Return of the Jedi, <laughs> and one of you picked Avengers before I could get my vote in. 
And yes. this was this was the biggest coin toss to me because I'm already kind of I, I I love both of these movies and I respect both of these movies, but I'm probably lean more Disney than e- either the either of you would, and so I really wanted a true Disney movie to triumph somehow in this thing. So now I've got two movies that I don't want really either one of them to win, but I love them so, both. But just to catch everybody up, in case you didn't, we've, we've seeded the top 64 Disney movies of all time based on um, box office gross adjusted for inflation. So there's 64 right. movies on here. It even includes touchstone things like Three Men and a Baby made it on the list because of that. And we seeded these things, and we've gone round by round. There's three of us. We each vote. And it, there's been some unanimous decisions and some split decisions, and we got to this final championship game. We should, and that it is between Return of the Jedi and the Avengers. And last week we were going to stop it, but David couldn't decide. So <laughs> I, I, I I voted Return of the Jedi, right? And John David, yeah. you voted That's for right. Avengers. That's and right. so yes, just which re- I was sure that John David was going to vote for Return of the Jedi because he has really wow. been into Star Wars lately. And you've been watching all those movies and the arc of yeah. the whole story, I thought. And so I didn't even think I was going to have to vote. And then he switched on me and went Avengers. And so I said, I <laughs> had to go back keep and keep the listeners on. I, yeah, I, I had to go, on. I had to go, I had to go back and watch them. I was like, I can't, I can't really, I can't vote unless I go back and watch these again. So this week you went back and watched, you did research for this. Like you're, you (laughs) take this seriously. And I think the people need to know how seriously (laughs) you take this bracket. And I'm not joking. Like David's had like every week he's complaining. I just don't think we seated this right. This just the toy there. This, this is all feels wrong. You can't do it. You can't do it. Like next time we do it, this is David every single time. I love how much he cares about this, which is why he's going to get this right. He's going to get this right. Well, the thing is, here, the crazy part is that it comes down to me, and I love everything. I don't. I really just don't yes. like comparing. That is things. true. Because I love you all. Do. I love all these movies. I literally. You love want them all, all to win. <laughs> yeah, and I and I, if, if if I if I hadn't gone to Carolina, that's the way I would be in March Madness. I, I'm a dad. I, every time somebody loses, I'm like looking at them and feeling, feeling so yeah. bad for them because <laughs> I go, they're not they're not professionals really. They're they're college. They're college boys, and David's like, feel, "Why can't everybody be happy?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why I know that is totally how you I are. Want every, I want everybody to get a trophy. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, so as 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 we as it was finishing up last week, when I thought I was going to have to vote, what was going through my head was, "Oh, I have. To, I think I've got to go for Return of the Jedi again because it's like." history. I mean, there's just so much there. Like, how could I not vote for that? But then in my gut, I was going, but I really like watching Avengers more. So that's, that's where I went. And so that's why I was pulled going, I think I like Avengers more. And so this week, this, this is, you're, you, you still don't know where I'm going, do you? <laughs> oh, this is great. So I watched them. I watched Avengers first and it's a, such a great movie. It's such a great movie. And I, I I was, you know, as I finished Avengers before I even watched Star Wars, I was pretty, I was like, this is, this is my favorite. And I, I, I I'm, I'm going to have to, and, and I, you know, again, the, the moment where, where Thor, 
of Thor, where Hulk smashes Loki into the ground. That's just like one of the all-time funniest things <laughs> ever. And when he whimpers, he's like, that's great. And when and this, they do such a good job with Hulk of making his anger funny, like when he punches Thor, that's really funny. I mean, there's... Um, and the reason I like Avengers so much is you can watch the one movie. You could never have seen any of the other Marvel movies, and somehow this one works. The other thing I like about it is not complicated. I'm not sitting here the whole time going, well, what what stone does that? And what's the... I mean, it's just, it's a simple movie. There's there's a there's a bad guy who's bringing in more bad guys and they've got to defeat him and get rid... I mean, it's just a simple premise. Um, and you still have some of that uh, tension between the characters, but it's not, it's, it's, it reminds me in, in, in like in the Harry Potter movies, it's like Azkaban. It's like the movie where they're kind of older and everything's good, but we're not into the hallows where everything starts falling apart and the movies just get a lot darker, like what happens with Marvel. It's that sweet spot where it's intense, but it's, it's, it's good. And I, that's why I like that. I like it so much. See, I was and picturing then I watched, it more like a Snow White. Huh? <laughs> see, I was picturing, <laughs> see, I was picturing it more like the Snow White. That's what I thought of. It, it kind of reminded me of it. You built up to it and it's good. And then, yeah. and then the, then the arc of the story starts going down into darkness and conflict and it's still great. I mean, cause that's where it's going, but uh, but like that, that's man. that is why I love that one so much above the others. And well, it's it, I love Gar I like Guardians because it's funny and silly, but at the same time, it's silly a lot so, of times. And this this one's never really silly. It's funny, but it's uh, it's not slapstick. It's not comic book humor like Guardians is, which I like that about Guardians because it gives you relief. But it's why it's not you, nobody's putting that up in the greatest marvel because it's just a different tone it doesn't feel like as much it doesn't feel as epic they're not meant to be so then i watched star wars and i have to be honest as i watched it i had forgotten how much ewoks the little furry guys there are and i found myself just feeling like cute 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 and um dang it he remembered the ewoks i sure wish you wouldn't have watched it again yeah, it wasn't that. I mean, it's like it's like Grogu, it's Baby Yoda. That, but it's like so much of it. And we, my, my wife watched both of them with me. We, as we watched, we were like, "I'm so tired of hearing the hearing them squeal." It's just that high pitched little ah. They're just constantly getting injured and falling. And it was like this is just really grating. Uh, I've got I'm got to go with Avengers, and so, uh, yeah, and so. It got really late last night when I was watching Star Wars, and I said, "You know what? I've got to, I've got to go to bed." But I'm gonna, I'm gonna get up and watch the last thirty minutes tomorrow. But I already know I'm gonna vote Avengers, and so I got up this morning, and I watched the last thirty minutes of Star Wars, and Darth Vader throws the Emperor into the pit, and says, "Take off my mask." One more one time, so I can see you clearly. And my heart started going, "What? <laughs> this is the whole thing is like the redemption story of of what Star Wars is all about." And going, 
Now you're going to get one thing, I, and I'll say this: one thing I really liked about Avengers this time was I caught lines that I hadn't caught before, like uh, when they said things about Tony Stark, like "You're so self," like implying you're so selfish, you'll never, you'd never do anything, you'd never sacrifice yourself for somebody else. I can't mm. remember the exact line, but we both of us jumped and went, "Oh wow, there's a, there's a, a, a you know, who who could know?" And like, did they know then how? end game was going to play out it's like mm. they did and that was really a cool moment and made me kind of wish now that end game might be the one might be the marvel movie that i wished was up yeah mm-hmm. because i felt like now i'm playing that moment of darth vader now and, and i'll say this I, I still feel like there are moments in uh in in this in return of the jedi where the acting's not that great it, the, uh, the the why they start calling themselves my son and father it just feels weird like you guys have not had, he why do you feel this affection and why do you all of a sudden for both of them it feels a little just because you were i don't know that always has felt a little weird to me in the acting just father he's getting blasted by the emperor and it just i don't know what else he would call them dad <laughs> it doesn't make any sense daddy but uh all that all that feels a little i don't know what's the word for it just a little cheesy corny um but, but man yeah. when he pulls that mask off and then you know and i watched it on disney plus so i'm watching the this is the newer version where they had made edits that weren't in the original so i'm my brain was trying to figure out all these things but then he when when luke after Darth Vader, spoiler alert, dies, and he he and Luke returns back to where Leia and Han are, and he looks up in the sky, and Yoda, and Obi Wan, and Anakin, who, which is played is the what's the actor's name? Hayden, Hayden, Christen, Hayden Christensen. It's him, Christensen. the young young Darth. Yeah, he's and they're all looking. Which that's that had to have been done later. I don't know. I guess the original mm-hmm. one just had. Obi-Wan and Yoda yeah. looking at him. Yeah, but true. when it's that, I mean, I was like, that's a whole different thing. So I think my final answer is Return of the Jedi. Wow. What? No, he went with the nostalgia. Amazing. He went with it. No, I went with the bigger story. As much really? as the as much as See, the I, Yeah. I, I think the end game was the bigger story. And Avengers, yeah. I was going, that's just a really good... Well, you've got your conclusion against the beginning, you know, so that's yeah. what that is. I mean, so, I mean, yeah. I, I could agree both ways. Wow. I just, I missed, I missed, when I went back to the Avengers, I was like, this is a great feel-good movie just to watch. But wow. Return of the Jedi is, yeah, I think I would have, I think if, I, I but I, I think if I, now if we went back and I was put, putting in game, yeah. Up against Return of the Jedi, I would pick Endgame because I think the yeah. acting's so much better. Yeah. And it had again, it had nothing. It has nothing to do with the, the the all the characters are great, all the stories are great, and 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 the special again special effects wise, where Star Wars Return of the Jedi was, it, it still sometimes you it's not very realistic. Like the I was even noticing like that what do they call at ATVs AT walkers. Yeah, the eighties. Yeah. They they looked. I was like, man, they look a little more cartoonish than I remember this being. Whereas, like, if you're looking at a Marvel movie, the the, the special effects are impeccable now. But not they were great for that time. So it was. It, but it still wasn't all about that. I'm I'm for even though it has a lot of flaws to me, 
acting wise and and just too many Ewoks. Uh, I got to go with Return of the Jedi. Wow, Return I gotta, of the Jedi. I got to. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going with the redemption story and like just it. the just the the depth of the the arc of that story. Where Dude, Avengers, I think JD and I were both on the edges of our seats here. In I the know. Back and forth. <laughs> it was like watching the Duke Carolina game. You know, going to overtime. <laughs> yeah, you had well, me sold on both multiple times. Yeah. I was like, oh, I would have picked Avengers. Then you're like, oh, I would have picked Return of the Jedi. I mean, so you, at the same. Uh, so at the end, of, but. It, at the end of it all, my final vote is Toy Story 3. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's Kentucky. <laughs> I do. Another point that did kind of come up while, Dad, you were talking that I would give it to Return of the Jedi is we already know Return of the Jedi, like, stands the test of time. There's so many good movies for its time, and then you go a decade. And kind of it kind of comes with acting and kind of realistic, you know, animation, stuff like that. But Return of the Jedi still is good today. And that came out, yes. you know, how many years ago? I mean, 40 years ago or but so. I, you know, so no, like, 30, yeah. 20, we're at 39. I think it was I remember when they, when they were first coming out. Um, we've t- I think we talked about this before. My dad was a huge, my dad, I remember growing up, like he loved the, uh, the classic sci-fi movie, uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, which was, a, was that was a Spielberg movie, wasn't mm-hmm. it? And my dad loved that movie. And like, he likes so that Star Wars to him uh, when I was a kid, Star Wars was like silly, I think was kind of silly to him. And like he thought C3PO was silly and, and he loved this realistic. What if aliens really came? What would it be like? Hmm. And so as I was going through that, was that, you know, watching, um, I think return to the Jedi. It, I was again, like you really gotta I love Muppets. I mean, there were so many puppets, and Jabba and the little, so much squealing, even that the little mice, the little, there's a little character that's right there with Jabba the Hutt the whole time. And I mean, there were just a lot of puppets, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of furry characters. It was just, it wasn't actually way more than I remember. Yeah. Way, there was even, way more. Even, there even were the times where I was, seen. there were more, there mm-hmm. were more Ewok moments than there were Han Solo moments. Yeah. Well, that's why I love. That's why I, I don't. I, the one strike against Return of the Jedi is a little too Ewok heavy. It's the. Yeah. It's been a classic criticism since. Oh, it came I didn't out. know that. See, I didn't oh, yeah. know that. And but even there was for a me, scene. yeah. Go ahead. There was a scene where I forget what the act. They're, when they're when Leia and Han are trying to get into the building, and they they're trying to figure out how to hot wire the the thing to open the door. I don't I, to get the code. The, they're trying to get the shields yeah, they're down. Trying to get in. Yeah. They're trying to get the, but they're, they have to get in there to get the defense shields down on the, off the death star. Um, and so they're trying to get in and Han runs out from, there's a stormtrooper guarding it and Han runs out and he like taps him on the, on Tap, the opposite yep. shoulder. So that they get, I was like, and well, Harrison Ford looks like he's tiptoeing. It's like, is this he, is so, it's now that so right there is cheesy. classic Star Wars to me. Like, yeah, um, it, you know, I agree with you. That's cheesy, but the whole like um, the stormtroopers being notoriously terrible. Right. They can't hit anything. Yeah. They're just kind of dumb. You know, um, no, I, all of those. There's there's legit criticisms with the Star Wars movies, and the acting is up there too. Like up there on the criticism list. Yeah. But it's so high, magical. It's about so it. high. It's so yeah. high budget and so low budget at the same time. Well, that's the it thing is, that I, this, Sorry, I even noticed this time there were so many um, 
uh, actors that don't even have lines that every now and then I was just, just uh, there was just some strange moments that I was like, this is just can be so, it feels like, Hey guys, let's take it. Let's, let's all come together and make a movie. But then it's so epic. It's so incredible. And it has stood the test of time. And I, and, and again, that's all through this. We could go through this whole, um, 90 year 90 plus history of Disney animated movies and you can do the same thing it's like this movie's weak because of this this and this but oh man it's so good you know they're all so good I think I think with the other thing about Return of the Jedi and hearing you talk about it reminded me you start in the sand it's of Tatooine where they're captive and then he jumps off they're off the plank like pirates right you have this whole intense you got the you got the Boba Fett's there Jabba's overlooking they can't wait to kill these guys you know and he bounces off boom that happens the, you got the the that monster that eats Boba Fett you know and you got Rancor the whole that whole thing right at, there then you have the forest in Endor and you have the the thing even though the Ewoks are a little annoying for a while it's interesting and different C3PO is their god he's gold you know but then you have like the speeders right it's the first time we've seen the, the speeders in the in the kind of the motorcycle chase that's reminiscent later of the podcast races right um, and just sort of this 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 uh, car chase or motorcycle chase that they put into this epic you know sci-fi space movie it's, re- it's remarkable and then you end up on the Death Star right where this this epic kind of late uh, lightsaber battle and the ultimate good and e- uh, fight between good and evil are, is taking place. And it's just you get these three scenes. And that's the thing I love about like Star Wars is you you see it ha- if you see something you haven't seen before. Like even you get right. to the prequels, you get to the kind of the lava, the the play, you know, where where um where Obi-Wan and, and Anakin fight it out. Um in Rogue One, you get you get a beach, you get an island, right? And it's beautiful. Right. It's just a new a new kind of atmosphere. And you see these things from it. and even in the um the Force Awakens and, and the Rise of Skywalker, that that area where they have to go find the, uh, where have all the broken Star Destroyers and kind of that, sh- it's all the waves and kind of that, mm-hmm. no, yeah. I forget the name of the place, but that yeah. was beautiful too. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. and I thought that was, and that's actually what I like best about the original trilogy as the puppets. You have like real things that they that right. they crafted rather than CGI, the Jar Jar Binks and the Gungans and that are all mm-hmm. obviously computer animated. Um, I like, I, I like the Jim Henson look, you know what I'm saying? Like where yes. they, they're, they're building And I, and I love, I, I love, I especially love the classic muff. Uh, Muppets, the original Muppets, those things from my childhood. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I just, I was just, I, I didn't remember how much of it really. It's been a while since I, I guess I've seen it. I didn't feel like it had been that long. But the, it was, it wasn't the story or the, it was more of the, those little things that I noticed this time watching it that I don't remember standing out to me before. And maybe it was I, because when we, when we watched it before, John David was younger. And those things act, make it more family uh, oriented and, and make it more kid friendly. But man, but when when it comes down to Darth Vader and Luke and the Emperor and those scenes, I mean, I mean that Emperor is like one of the creepiest all time villains ever. Um, yeah. I mean, just nightmarish, really. I mean, in in a in a subtle way, <laughs> he doesn't have to be uh, grotesque. He's just his. He's just scary. I mean, he's he's evil, and so yeah, uh, yeah. 
I've got a question for you guys. As as living through Marvel and Endgame and all of that hype, how does that compare to maybe when Return of the Jedi came out and the, the capstone of the trilogy? Did people at the time of Star Wars know that it was a huge hit and was everyone like, oh, you got to go to the movies? I mean, obviously there was some hype around it because it made this list of highest grossing film. Um, but how does that compare to, you know, Avengers, to Spider-Man coming out? Were people excited to see it when it came out? Well, the world was so different. It would all have been word of mouth. It would have yeah. been one guy, one guy telling his friend, you got to go. That's and true. I think it was a lot of people going back again and again and again to see it. Mm. Whereas, you know, Endgame, the whole Marvel series has been, has had all, all the social media help. I mean, we just didn't have that back then when those movies came out you might have seen things about what the sales were like on on the news you know or mm -hmm. just on television or uh, or the stars might be on on uh johnny carson yeah on the tonight show that or was, or wasn't. there maybe you saw a commercial like they actually commercials were big you know so you had movie trailer commercials those used to be a big deal you know mm -hmm. um and that was the only way you found out about movies. But then somebody saw it and told you it was good. The other thing, Siskel and Ebert, remember? Uh, yeah. You had you actually had a little TV show that 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 would tell you. And I remember, I don't know about you, if you did this, David, but I would. We all got the newspaper back then, like a real oh, yeah. newspaper. And you would yeah. go every Friday to the entertainment section, and I would read the movie reviews and see yes. the, how it was rated. And that was a yeah, big that was deal it. back then. That was mm. how you got it. And yeah, this the other thing he was talking about, uh, JD, was this show called. At the movies, I think, or I think it was Siskel and Ebert were these two, uh, what do you call it, were critics. Movie they were movie critics. critics, yeah. And they would they, they would talk about they would talk about four like four new movies an episode, and then they would give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. So that might be split, might be two thumbs up or two thumbs down. So it's so, yeah, what we're doing right now. They like had a bracket right. each week with the new movies. Oh, cool. <laughs> but that was like their yeah. early version of Rotten Tomatoes, a way of like. People know they were. From, they so were. Back then, every there major several, newspaper had somebody they hired to to review movies. Right, that was their beat. You, one yeah, guy so worked. One of them worked for the Chicago paper, and one of them worked for like the New York paper or something like that. And right, and the morning shows had them too, like the the That's Today true. Show and Good Morning America. They would have each had like a critic that would come on and tell you about a new movie. That's and so you had you did have those morning hosts and saying things like, "Oh man, I got to check that out," or "I saw yeah. this." You you had sure. but, it, but again, it, but it, there was no there was nothing with our phones where we jumped in and found out how David, good it was. Remind me, it, it, am I right? Correct in saying Star Wars was the first like of the franchises that that came out that built momentum, and it was the first thing that like had toys attached to it in such a uh and i remember like there were tie-ins to was it um was it mcdonald's where you get the glasses remember you could get the glasses for return or the burger king i think it was burger king actually that had yeah. you could you could go purchase like these special um this glassware with like ewoks and star wars characters on them if you went to burger king and ordered a whopper or something like that and uh um, yeah, it was there was I, I, so I, many tie-ins on this level, yeah, where I think one thing that happened was, like, Disney precedent-wise, if you went back to the 50s with the uh, Davy Crockett era where they put out the Davy Crockett TV show or even even things like Zorro where they had these TV series, there was a lot of marketing 
but that would have been more towards kids. I mean, those were huge selling properties, but it wasn't, they weren't, and they were, they were some theater presence there, but you're talking about toys and well, it's also the early like 80s. And yeah. that was so, the decade where we came out and there's economically things were a lot better. I remember getting an Admiral Akbar out of a out of collecting enough proof of purchases off of cereal boxes <laughs> and sending them <laughs> in. And they sent me an Admiral Akbar action figure in the mail. Wow. Yeah. It, oh, that's cool. I, I don't I don't remember any there was never really anything like that before. I mean uh, I'll, was I'll never, recommend there was never there was never a trilogy like this. I mean what what you'd had movies like The Godfather. Well they're that's not gonna sell Happy Meal toys. I think this seemed, and I was, again, I was born in 79. So I was the first, like four years old when Return of the Jedi came out. But it seems to me that I grew up, you got older and during the 80s. This seemed to be, after this, you had, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and you had the the toy section and back to the (laughs) future. But I'm talking about the toy section at Toys R Us. Like you had an entire, there was G.I. Joe and there was Barbie and now there's Star Wars. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And um, G.I. Joe got its cartoon in the in the 80s, too. And there was all those things. But I'll recommend if you haven't seen it on Netflix, there's a series called The Toys That Made Us. Have you seen that? I haven't. If you get a chance, it goes back and every episode is a different type of toy. And it talks about the history of the toy and how mm-hmm. it got. There's a He-Man episode and a Barbie episode and a G.I. Joe episode. But there's a Star Wars episode where they talk about Star Wars toys and how Hasbro and Mattel, like all the people that passed on it, and this little toy Kenner ends up with, you know, nobody, nobody out of Cincinnati, Ohio, of all things, ends up being the the manufacturer for the Star Wars toys. Changed history. You should go watch that. It's fascinating, and they do talk. I think a lot about what we're talking about here about how it was just this phenomenon that no one could have predicted, and no one did because so many people just sort of, you know, shrug their shoulders at it. So this will never work, you know. That's cool though. I mean, it's it's interesting to hear how movies were promoted back then because you can almost argue that these top older movies that made this list had made more money, had a higher grossing uh, profitability or whatever, that they had, you can almost argue that they have a bigger impact because it was harder to reach out to their market. You know, I mean, they had to have more people say, this is such a good movie, you need to go watch it as opposed to now you see an advertisement on your phone for 30 seconds, you've got a free Friday night, you might go see it. You might give it a shot. Um, so there's def- definitely some argument there. Um, but all to it, why they're our champion, if they kind of led this way uh, for movie franchises to really be a fun thing that people can get into, I mean, what could be a better champion for our first ultimate Disney bracket? So cool, so cool. I totally agree. And I also think I also think I would bet, J.D., and you you asked about this, that 30 years from now, people will say that about the Avengers, too. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so groundbreaking in the fact that nothing up to this, this point has been able to weave things like that has. And there's still I, so we're watching Daredevil. Right. Um, we're now finishing up season two right at the end of season two. How. Um, much the Battle of New York, which takes place in the, the, the Avengers, this movie we just talked about, looms in that storyline is pretty right. significant. And then we have Hawkeye. That, you know, Daredevil was made a few years ago. Um, but Hawkeye that just came out last year, also she sees the girl um, character 
her interaction with Hawkeye all happened during the Battle of New York. So everything yeah. that takes place during New York has this looming. You have memorials and statues built commemorating this huge battle that took place where they saved the world from, you know, Loki and, you know, and this thing that, and then they build upon this, right? And it's now kind of the yeah. reality in the canon that 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 movie. And I was going to make that argument. I thought, David, you were going to when I thought you were going to pick the Avengers. I thought that's where you were going to go too. Is that well, this I, is, I could this, have, I could foundational. have foundational. It was so foundational. It was it was such a tough pick. I mean, I thought those were like they they were they were worthy opponents. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I, and I think I we've still, proven it because with thirty minutes of, of discussion on this is yeah, pretty. But and, and a couple of other things. I mean, that's the, that's the what's amazing about all of this. Uh, the other thing that I, I I experienced this week a podcast that I listen to sometimes called the Disney His, Disney History Institute just did a story on the Sherman Brothers. It's like eight episodes on the Sherman are, Brothers. Tell people who the Sherman Brothers are. The Sherman Brothers were uh, two brothers that worked for Disney for many years that wrote all the music for Snow White. Not Snow White, Mary Poppins. <laughs> Mary Poppins. And a bunch of uh, Sword in the Stone. Bed, and Broomsticks. Parent Trap. Bed, Bed, just tons of movies in the 60s and 70s. So, uh, I, I, and again, uh, when you multiple times it was Mary Poppins was referred to was referred to as Disney's magnum opus, his greatest work because it brought in, it was the culmination of everything they had learned in live action, special effects, animation, music. They brought it all together. And it was such a mega blockbuster, huge blockbuster. If it built the, it built um, the imagination, imagineering, uh, and it was a 2022 Final Four contestant. Yeah, true. In the in the Disney it did, it movie did, bracket. But again, I mean, so many of these things were groundbreaking. So yeah. many of these movies were groundbreaking. We talked about several of them along the way. Well, our Final Four was real- Lion King, Mary Poppins, Return of the Jedi, and the Avengers. Those are all like significant Major. movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Another one that was strange to me that uh, was missing was The Little Mermaid. It didn't. It did not make the the tournament. And that I'll really was had, one. If you if you picked ones that were most important, um, that really was more important than Lion King, Aladdin, why do and you say that? Beast. I bet if you because if if it hadn't happened, there wouldn't have been those three. If Mermaid had tanked, oh, I mean it was the one that it was started the Renaissance the Disney, in eighty nine. Okay. Yeah. Because of the business perspective of eyes. And I think I think I think because Little Mermaid was so good that Everybody went and saw Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin. That's it a great set point. the precedent that everybody was like, "Disney's doing something new. We got to go see this." Uh, and well, I think we should have added in VHS growth cells. It would have been in then. <laughs> Maybe we could do we, we could do we could do all the we could do a bracket of all the VHS sequels, like Lady and the Tramp. Two. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen Can most of those, to be honest <laughs> with you. Uh, that keep me busy. I saw a lot. Of, I saw a lot of because the, all those hit when my kids were little, and uh, yeah, we watched a lot of part twos and part threes that were subpar. They were very, Absolutely. they were very Saturday. I mean, kids loved them, but quality wise, they were they just were so far below. <laughs> well, uh, that the, is a theatrical wrap on- releases. On the bracket, now, I th- I, man, I've had fun with the bracket. I think it's a solid bracket. I know David's got some issues <laughs> with it, but um, 
But man, like, hey, they, all my only issue was I want everything to win. So that's <laughs> no, I no. Toy Story is notice. They're like the Big Ten. They're noticeably absent and yeah. uh, and 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 underperformed this tournament. But there's always another I, one. There's always another and one. And I, I, I'm I was I was I was pleased that yeah that we had a, a Disney live action, a Disney animated, a Marvel, and a and a Star Wars were our final four. I mean. That was crazy that that actually happened. I was actually concerned at one point that somehow the final four was going to have three Star Wars movies, <laughs> but it didn't. Fortunately, two of them had to, a, a couple of them had to go up against each other, so we had to cut somebody. And we didn't pre-plan this either. This is just how how it worked out. So uh, great job, guys. Yeah. Enjoyed it. Yeah. So hey, we're an hour and eight minutes into this. We probably should wrap it. Uh, I, although I'd love to do one real soon, maybe the very next one. I leave for Universal Studios on Saturday, and I'd love for you guys to give me some tips on things I need to have and need to bring. We need to do do an episode on the, the must-have tips and tricks yeah. for navigating a theme park in Central Florida, um, Disney, Universal, or otherwise. So would you guys be up for maybe jumping on and doing another one here real soon? Yeah, sure. Good. Awesome. But um, I think for now, we, we with the tournament stuff, the bracket stuff, we've been going a little long on these. So the we'll, we'll split it up a little. All the Oscars, too. So much <laughs> to talk about, always. We didn't even touch some of the Disney news. But um, but I've got a, we got a long list for next time, and I always appreciate your time. If you're a listener, thanks for sticking with us through the bracket and, and being here with us. We'd love to know what you think about all of this. Please, you can, you can reach out to us on whyilovedisney.com on Instagram and Twitter. If you're enjoying this, share an episode with someone. Let someone know what you think and leave us a five-star review um, on your favorite podcasting platform, whether that be Spotify or Apple Podcast or Overcast or Stitcher or whatever else you listen on. But thank you for your time. We value that. Guys, I hope you have a great rest of the day and I can't wait to get back here soon and talk more about why we love Disney. Thanks, guys. Sounds great. See you guys later.